For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Yeshua, the Shekinah. This is part three of the series. This is going to finish section two of this teaching on Yeshua, the Shekinah. And in section two, we looked at principles that are associated with the Shekinah. For example, we looked at that you should walk after the attributes of the Shekinah. You should clothe the naked and you should visit the sick. And one who studies Torah and seeks to follow the commandment that the Shekinah Shekinah is with him, and the Shekinah accompanies the righteous. And wherever two or three are gathered together, the Shekinah rests upon them. And so now we're going to look at section three of this teaching, and we're going to go from Genesis, from the event in the garden to Mount Sinai, and we're going to see what the rabbis associate with the Shekinah. To begin with, Midrash Rabbah, Numbers 12, 6, speaking of, Genesis chapter 3 verse 8 it says you find that from the beginning of the world's creation the Shekinah had dwelt in this lower world as it says and they heard the voice of Yahweh Elohim walking in the garden so the literal text says Yahweh Elohim is walking in the garden but it is rendered or understood that Yahweh your Elohim that in the garden is the Shekinah from the Zohar Exodus section 2 page 60b it's explained, if you will hearken diligently to the voice of Yahweh your Elohim. The voice of Yahweh your Elohim refers to the Shekinah. Now, in the garden, before Adam sinned, he was clothed with the Shekinah. He was clothed with the glory of God. This is explained in the Zohar in Exodus section 2, page 229b. Adam, in the garden of Eden, was attired in supernal raiment of celestial Radiancy. As soon as he was driven from the Garden of Eden, had need a form suited for this world? Yahweh, Elohim, scripture says, made for Adam and for his wife garments of skin in Hebrew or what can be rendered light and clothe them. Genesis chapter 3 verse 21. Formerly, they were garments of light, which in Hebrew is or, to wit, of the celestial light in which 
Adam ministered in the Garden of Eden. For inasmuch as it is the resplendency of the celestial light that ministers in the Garden of Eden, when first man entered into the Garden, the Holy One, blessed be he, clothed him first in the raiment of that light, teaching us that the God of Israel wants to dwell with man, and his dwelling presence is his Shekinah. Otherwise, he could not have entered there. When driven out of the garden, however, he had need of other garments, hence garment of skin. It is taught in Targum Jonathan, to Genesis chapter 3, verse 24, where it says he, he drove out the man from the garden, that that was the place where the glory of his Shekinah dwelt. Now, this Shekinah departed because of Adam's sin. So, we understand a principle here that God will not dwell in sin. That sin causes the Shekinah to depart. Now, we can see from Psalm in chapter 8 and verses 4 and 5 how Adam was clothed or adorned in the garden where it says, What is man that you're mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? For you've made him a little lower than Elohim and you've crowned him with he vowed with glory and honor. So in the Midrash Rabbah, volume 6, page 503, it is written, What is the exposition of the text? And the man and his wife hid themselves. Rabbi Abu explained, At that instant, the stature or the height of Adam was reduced to only 100 cubits. When Adam sinned, the Shekinah betook itself to the first sky. From the Midrash Rabbah, volume 5, page 467, Rabbi Simeon ben Yohai taught, You will find that from the beginning of the world's creation, the Shekinah had dwelt in this lower world, as it says, and they heard the voice of Yahweh Elohim walking in the garden, Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. But once the Shekinah departed at the time when Adam sinned, it did not descend again, that is corporately upon Israel, until the tabernacle had been erected. It is for this reason that the expression is used, signifying that something which had already been in existence and had ceased for many years, years returned to its original state. From Targum Onkelos to Genesis chapter 9 verse 27, it is taught that the Shekinah will dwell in the tents of Shem. The Lord will enlarge Japheth, the prophecy says, and he will make his Shekinah to dwell in the tabernacles of Shem. But literally, the text says in Genesis in chapter 9 and verse 27, the text states, God will enlarge Japheth and he will dwell in the tent of Shem. So Targum Onkelos renders dwelling in the tents of Shem as the Shekinah dwelling in the tent of Shem. Now, it was Yeshua who made covenant with Abraham. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, it says, Yahweh appeared to Abram and said, I am El Shaddai, or Almighty God. And this is how Yeshua is described in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, where it said that he's the Alpha, the Omega, or in Hebrew, Aleph and Tav, the beginning and the endings says the Lord, which is, which was, which is to come. So it's speaking about the Alpha and the Omega. And then it says the Almighty. And so Yeshua is El Shaddai. He's the one that appeared to Abraham. And then in Genesis 17 verse 7, we see Yeshua is the one making covenant with Abraham. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you in their generation for an everlasting covenant 
to be God unto you and to your seed after you. Now, it is this verse in the word seed that Paul is referring to in Galatians chapter 3, verse 16, where it is written, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He says not seed as of many, but as of one into your seed, which is Messiah. And if you are Messiah, then are you Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promise. So it was Yeshua who made covenant with Abraham. In making covenant with Abraham, the one that is making covenant is described as a smoking furnace and a burning lamp. It came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between those pieces. And so how do the rabbis see this verse in the one that's making covenant with Abraham? Art Scroll of Genesis, Volume 1, page 534. The rabbis explain that the smoking furnace and the burning lamp is the Shekinah. That behold, there was a smoky furnace and a burning lamp. This is symbolic or representative of the divine presence, says Rashi. And then the art scroll of Genesis, volume 1, page 535, Rabbi Rao Beg says the Shekinah passed between the pieces. Well, we see then that it was the Shekinah that made covenant with Abraham. Yeshua is the Shekinah and the Shekinah is the glory of the Lord. So it was the glory of the Lord or Yeshua that spoke with Abraham. As we now see how Genesis 17 verse 21 is rendered by Targum Onkelos. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac whom Sarah shall bear to you at this time in the year following. And when he had ended to speak with him, the glory of Yahweh ascended up from Abraham. The glory of Yahweh is the Shekinah. The art scroll of Genesis, volume 1, page 583 explains that it was the Shekinah that talked with Abraham. And God ascended from upon Abraham. The phrase depicts the Shekinah as ascending from upon Abraham, indicating that the Shekinah had been above him, since the Shekinah had been speaking to Abraham. Now, Genesis chapter 18, verse 21, it was the Shekinah that descended to the earth. And if we look at Genesis in chapter 18, this is the account where Sodom and Gomorrah is about to be destroyed and Abraham is interceding on Sodom and Gomorrah's behalf. And so it says in Genesis chapter 18, verse 21, I will go down or I will descend and I will see. And it is explained that this is one of the instances where the Shekinah is recorded as having descended into this world. Now, Targum Onkelos to Genesis 18, verse 32, once again explains that it was the glory of the Lord that spoke with Abraham. And he said, I will not destroy for the sake of ten. And the glory of the Lord ascended when he had ceased to speak with Abraham and Abraham returned to his place. The term, the place, is an idiom for the Shekinah as explained in Midrash Rabbah Genesis 68.9. And he lighted upon the place, Genesis 28 verse 11. Rabbi Huna, son of Rabbi Ami's name, why do we give a changed name to the Holy One, blessed be he, and call him the place? He renders and he met the divine presence, the Shekinah, which is referred to by the idiom, the place. Targum Onkelos explains from Genesis 28 verses 12 and 13 that it was the glory of the Lord that was there when the text speaks of Jacob's ladder. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was planted in the earth, and the head of it reached unto the height of heaven. And behold, the angels of the Lord ascended 
and descended upon it. And behold, the glory of the Lord stood above it. And he said, I am the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. From the Zohar to Exodus, section 2, page 230a, it is explained that the Shekinah is the stone of Israel. This is also the inner significance of the verse. And thither were all the flock gathered, and they rolled the stone, and they put the stone again in its place. Genesis chapter 29, verse 3. By the stone here is meant the Shekinah. The Shekinah being called the dried stone and the stone of Israel. Well, if we look at Isaiah in chapter 28, and then in verse 16, it says, Behold, thus says Yahweh Elohim, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a pride stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believes shall not make haste. So the Shekinah is the tried stone. Yeshua is the tried stone. He that believes on him shall not make haste. Midrash Rabbah, volume 2, page 801. It is taught that the Shekinah was with Joseph in Egypt. He brought the Shekinah down to Egypt. Rabbi Pinias quoted in Rabbi Simone's name, and the Lord was with Joseph. Genesis in chapter 39 and verse 2. From Genesis chapter 48, verse 16, the Malach, the messenger, the angel which redeemed me from all evil is the Shekinah. These words were uttered by Jacob in the spirit of holiness, and therefore they must contain some mystery of wisdom. The Malach, the angel here, says the Zohar in Numbers, is one of the names of the Shekinah. The Shekinah is God who went to Egypt with Israel. From the Zohar to Exodus, section 2, page 4b, when Rabbi Isaac was once studying with Rabbi Eleazar, the son of Rabbi Simeon, he asked him, did the Shekinah go down to Egypt with Jacob? Said Rabbi Eliezer, assuredly, did not God say, I will go down with you into Egypt? Genesis chapter 46 and verse 4. So not only did the Shekinah go to Egypt with Israel, the Shekinah is in exile with Israel. Now, since the Shekinah was in Egypt with Israel, when Israel comes out of Egypt, the Shekinah has got to come out of Egypt with Israel. And in what form did the Shekinah come out of Egypt? In the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. This is Yeshua leading his people out of Egypt. From the Zohar, Genesis section 1, page 211a, he said, I am God, the God of your father. I will go down with you into Egypt. Genesis 46, verse 4. This is an indication that the Shekinah accompanied him into exile. And wherever Israel was exiled, the Shekinah followed them also into exile. We see this principle stated in the Zohar, the Exodus section 2, page 85a. Rabbi Jose said the eye in the first commandment represents the Shekinah, as an eye will go down with you to Egypt. Genesis 46, verse 4. It is taught in the Art Scroll of Genesis, volume 2, page 2000, that also the Shekinah went to Egypt with Israel. Now, this is a major concept because in the next section, we're going to see that because the Shekinah is in exile with Israel, when the 12 tribes of Israel are gathered back to the land and united, the Shekinah will come out of exile with them. And just as the Shekinah came out of exile with Israel in Egypt in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, the Shekinah will lead the exiles of Israel to the land of Israel in the greater exodus, doing so in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, who is Yeshua.
Yeshua, the Shekinah. Yeshua will gather the exiles back to the land. From Targum Onkelos, commenting to Exodus chapter 3 in verse 1, it was the glory of the Lord that was on Mount Sinai. And Moses tended the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, and he led the flock to the place of the best pastures of the wilderness, and he came to the mountain on which was revealed the glory of the Lord, unto Horeb, another name for Mount Sinai. And it's taught in Midrash Rabbah, volume 3, page 53, that the Shekinah spoke to Moses at the burning bush. The Shekinah descended and spoke with him from the midst of the thorn bush. We see this as well, Midrash Rabbah, Exodus 2, 5. And the Malach of the Lord, the angel of the Lord, appeared unto him, Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, in a flame of fire. So the commentary is, the Shekinah descended and spoke with him from the midst of the thorn bush. The Zohar to Genesis section 1, page 166a explains that the Shekinah is the Malach, the angel of the Lord. The Malach, the angel, the messenger of the Lord, encamps round about them that fear him, and he delivers them. Psalm 34, verse 7. The Malach, the messenger of the Lord, encamped. This is a reference to the Shekinah of whom it is said in Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, and the angel of the Lord appeared in him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. In the Midrash Rabbah, Exodus 32, 9, it is explained that it's the Shekinah that brings salvation to Israel. Behold, I sent an angel. Wherever the Malach, the messenger, appeared, the Shekinah appeared, as it says, and the Malach, the messenger of the Lord, appeared unto him in a flame of fire, Exodus chapter 3, verse 2. And immediately after, it says, God called unto him. So obviously, the association is the angel of the Lord is God, the angel of the Lord is the Shekinah, because here it's not an angel in a traditional sense. It's the messenger of the Lord. The Shekinah is the messenger of the Lord. And it goes on to say here in the Midrash Rabbah that salvation comes to Israel whenever they cry unto him. That is the Malach of the Lord, the Shekinah, at the thorn bush. Behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. Exodus in chapter 3 and verse 9. Then it was stated, as explained in Midrash Rabbah, Exodus 6, Moses was instructed, put off your shoes. Wherever the Shekinah appears, one must not go about with shoes on. Now, what's the meaning of put off your shoes? Your shoes represents how your feet walk. And when you put off your shoes, you're putting off your walk and your way and your desires and your will. So the principle is, as we encounter the divine presence of the God of Israel, he asks of us that we put off our desires, our own ways, our own walk, and we follow after the direction of the Shekinah. The presence on Mount Sinai that was likened to a smoking furnace is the presence of the Shekinah. Exodus chapter 19 verse 18. And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because Yahweh descended upon it in fire and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly. As explained in the Zohar to Numbers section 3 page 191b the Shekinah was upon Mount Sinai. Said Rabbi Isaac, we read, And Yahweh came down upon Mount Sinai, Exodus chapter 19, verse 20. For the text tells us that he descended upon, or literally above Mount Sinai, and not on to Sinai. Hence it says he descended above Mount Sinai. What stands above Mount Sinai? Surely the Shekinah. The Zohar, Exodus section 2, page 84a, explains that it was the Shekinah who manifested in the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. It was the Shekinah who
who manifested herself thus at the giving of the Torah in the wilderness on Mount Sinai. Targum Jonathan to Exodus 24:16 explains that the Shekinah was upon Mount Sinai, which is the glory of the Lord. And the glory of the Lord's Shekinah abode upon the mountain of Sinai and the cloud of glory covered it six days. And that glory of the Lord, the Shekinah, was like a consuming or devouring fire. Exodus chapter 24 verses 16 and 17. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai and the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called into Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. Yeshua is the glory of the Lord, the Shekinah. Psalm 29 verse 3. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon many waters. So the God of glory, his voice is upon many waters. And then in Ezekiel 43 verse 2, it says, Behold, the glory of the God of Israel came by way of the east, and his voice was like the noise of many waters. Describing Yeshua in Revelation chapter 1 verse 15, it says, And his voice as the sound of many waters. Well, the sound of many waters is the glory of the God of Israel. Ezekiel chapter 43 verse 2. Yeshua is the glory of the Lord. Yeshua is the Shekinah. Now, Targum Jonathan explains that the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, spoken of in Exodus chapter 13 verse 21, is the Shekinah. And the glory of the Shekinah of the Lord went before them by day in the column of the cloud to lead them in the way. And at night, the column of the cloud removed them to darken on their pursuers behind them. But to be a column of fire to enlighten them before that they may go forward by day and by night. We can see how it's understood that the cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night is the Shekinah, Midrash Rabbah, volume 3, page 521. When Israel beheld the pillar of cloud, they realized that the Shekinah had revealed itself unto Moses. The children of Israel were led by the Shekinah, the cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night. Exodus chapter 13, verse 20, they took their journey from Sukkot. Exodus chapter 13, verse 21, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. And so the cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night is also the glory of the Lord that filled the tabernacle. Exodus chapter 40, verse 34. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The glory of the Lord is said and regarded as being able to see and hear. Exodus chapter 16, verse 7, verse 10. And in the morning, then you will see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your murmuring against the Lord. And what are we that you should murmur against us? It came to pass as Aaron spake into the whole congregation of the children of Israel that they look toward the wilderness and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And so the fullness of the manifestation of the glory of the Lord and the Shekinah is in the new Jerusalem. Revelation chapter 21 verse 23, in the city, speaking of the new Jerusalem, had no need of the sun, neither the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Once again, we can see Yeshua is the glory of the Lord. Yeshua is the Shekinah. Israel is blessed when the Shekinah dwells with her. From the Targums, the Exodus chapter 20, verse 24, in every place where I may cause my Shekinah to dwell, there will I send my blessing 
blessing and I will bless you. The Shekinah is the face that shines upon Israel. As explained in Midrash Rabbah, volume 5, page 434. Well, that's going to conclude part 3 of the series on the subject, Yeshua, the Shekinah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.